It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. And we are back. This is the WFNY Browns cast, part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. Uh, I'm your host, Joe Gilbert. Uh, I'm with Taylor Jedrzak again. Uh, Taylor, how are you doing? Pretty good. Uh, Christmas shopping's done. House is, house is a is a mess, but luckily Christmas isn't here, so. Yes. <laughs> um, <Still have> time. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, all the shopping's done. Just got to get through the last couple days of the work week, and then three days off. Yeah, nice, nice, yeah. I'm lucky enough to be off this week, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, this is the uh, Browns cast uh, getting you ready for the uh, Saturdays, another Saturday game, uh, Browns versus Saints. Uh, before we get to that, uh, it's a uh, we're brought to you by uh, Underdog Fantasy today. Uh, for first time depositors, enter in the code WFNY at checkout, and Underdog will match your deposit up to $100. Underdog is a great platform if you're tired of DFS salary system. There are tons of game types and drafts every night of the week for every sport. Don't forget to use WFNY at checkout to and they'll deposit match the de- first deposit up to $100 as Underdog Fantasy. Uh, before we get to Saturday, which is going to be a fun one, um, F- fun fact about Saturday, yeah, not, not 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 involving the weather. Browns yes. are currently undefeated on non Sundays this year. Yes, that's true. That is very true. We got to keep the streak going here. Yeah. Um, last week, uh, the Browns won on Saturday, as he, as we were saying, um, beat the uh, Ravens. Um, anything come out of that game? Anything that like comments? late in the week or anything that have kind of you want to kind of hit before we move on to this week? Um, I don't think anything really came of it other than, you know, winning. Uh, winning is always good for the building. Uh, yep. Most interesting comment I saw probably actually happened today when Mike Prefer actually went out of his way oh. to call out Cade York. Yeah. Uh, for, I think for like the first time this season. Yeah. Like in a negative sense, not like a, he's still working on it sense. Mm-hmm. Um, saying that kicker NFL kickers shouldn't be missing kicks that badly, <laughs> which is uh, true. Which is true. That's but very true. Obviously, there's either Cade York lacking coaching coachability, or yeah, Mike Prefer lacking coach ability. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's that's an interesting, one of the two. Like, like it's one of those things you don't you can't really know unless you're in the locker room, but like. That that definitely I did I did see that quote and I'm like mm, that's yeah interesting to say the least um, yeah it's it's not what you want to see no um, I mean he's still a rookie I'm willing right. to give him time um, the, <laughs> the fact that he's only cost us one game this year right not not something you really want to say out loud with some kind of positive connotation but true a rookie kickers only cost us one game this year. Yeah, Evan McPherson cost the Bengals one game last year. Like it happens. Yeah, yeah. like rookie kickers are rookie kickers. Yeah, so right. I'm willing to stick with him as long as he stops shanking kicks so badly that they look like that any any fan in the stadium could do it. <laughs> yeah, it's what it's also that quote kind of leads me to. Think, I need I need to get Kate York 
far away from Mike Prefer. Like yeah. they need to get like you're just you're it's like not even like it's not even um like criticism that you can take for coaching. Like he just said it he just he just said it wasn't an NFL kick. Like can you <laughs> no, explain no to shit. Like, oh shit, <laughs> it looked like that. Like that was that's he, that's a bit he missed bad. the net by ten yards. That's right. usually bad. Yeah, when when the when you're what like a half a second off of the the kick and you can tell it's gone, it's you missed it. Like, yeah, that's not an NFL kick. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that, that was definitely eye opening, and it was also eye opening that um, Miles Garrett is kind of backing Joe Woods still. It seems like. Uh, I don't know if he's backing Woods. him. I just don't think Miles Garrett is the is the one that's gonna. Right. Like the team still technically has a chance. Yeah. Uh, Miles is still the leader. I think if he goes and voices outward outward yeah. dissent, then they lose the entire like... defense. Right. And, like I can see that. I, I think it'll be a lot like kind of what comes out after after the Baker left. When in the off season if Joe Woods is hopefully, yeah, but hopefully a bunch let go. Of yeah. Um, but, you know, like I said last week, I don't, I don't think the scheme was the reason the defense played well last week. I think it was individual efforts Agree. on the yep. part of a whole bunch of players making great plays when they needed to, rather than the scheme completely shutting the Ravens down because the Ravens ran for 200 yards. So, like, you couldn't even take away the one thing that they did well. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely agree with that. Um, other than that, yeah. Not, we kind of talked about it in the post game show. It wasn't really a noteworthy kind of stuff you could take from in that game. No, um, because both teams were well. At least the Ravens were definitely handicapped with the, the loss of Lamar and all that stuff. So let's move on to this week. Then uh, we play the New Orleans Saints, who are um, five and eight, I believe. They lost their still in, still in contention for the division somehow. Yes, thankfully for the NFC NFC South, that is the uh, they're five and nine. Sorry, five and nine. <clears throat> yeah, the NFC North is the or NFC South is the new NFC East from a couple years ago where they didn't have anybody above five hundred. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm so fully convinced that the winner of the NFC South is going to be um, six and ten or. Seven and ten. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, they're not going to be five hundred above five hundred. We know that. Um, yeah, well, Tampa be... can still finish above five hundred. Whether or not that actually happens, I don't know. Sure. Um. Yeah, they're uh, it's a, it's a bad division, and but it's a it's a huge game for New Orleans because they're somehow still in it. Browns are, I guess you could say, somehow still in it. Yep. Um, still, barely still on life on. support. I think still I on think life we, support. What are we at? One percent chance. According um, to most metrics. Let me, let, let me. I actually have this pulled up. Um, heading into this week, without taking into account that they win the final two games, it's at one percent. Yeah. But if you if you want to get get creative and say the Browns win out, what are their chances as of right now? 
it is four percent. Yeah, it was like four, five, six. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's a number of games this weekend that could affect that. Um, Yeah. But I did see the Ravens. If the Ravens lose out, I guess I think they go up to forty-two percent or something. Yeah, but the you know the Ravens they're either gonna. I don't know if losing out is really possible for them. I think it's all depending on Lamar. Which Yeah, I mean, could they lose to the Falcons this week? It depends on if Lamar plays. I haven't heard anything about him. He hasn't week. practiced yet. I, did, I just saw the update. He hasn't practiced yet, so who knows. Um, you would think by well, today's Wednesday, you would think you would hope you have your quarterback in there to practice, but who knows. Yeah, I mean, n- not – not being able to trust the Falcons to beat a hobbled Ravens team is kind of very true. Um, I mean, that's another, basically um, here's where the, the Browns playoff lives rest right now. Yeah, if the Ravens, say. the Dolphins and the Chargers all win this weekend, it doesn't matter what the Browns do. They're out. Right. All the Ravens play the Falcons who can't be trusted. The Dolphins play the Packers who can't, can't be, be trusted. trusted. <laughs> and the Chargers play the Colts, who, if you trust them, you are psychotic. <laughs> so. I did see. I did see the Colts have like a point two percent chance of getting making the playoffs. Still, <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Oh man. I think. Yeah. I think whether it happens in week one or week fifteen or whatever week we're in, whatever, whatever week last week was, if you blow a thirty-three point lead, you should automatically be eliminated from contention. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's in week one or week eighteen. Just. You're done. Yeah. Um, but the point being is if those three things all happen, if the Ravens beat the Falcons, the Dolphins beat the Packers, and the Chargers beat the Colts, the Browns are eliminated regardless, regardless of the, if they went out. Because the Chargers will have more than enough wins to stay ahead of them. The Ravens will have more than enough wins to stay ahead of them. And I think... If the Dolphins were to lose, he would stay at 2%, but, like, you're still on life support. <laughs> right, yeah. So. It's yeah. not it's not good odds. Yeah, the most consequential game of the weekend might actually be the Ravens. Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah, I mean, on New York Times website, that's the game that's the brightest orange if you click Falcons. If, yeah. the, if the Falcons win, the Browns automatically go to 8%. Right. And then they can't be eliminated if that happens this weekend. So, yeah, so it'll be interesting. Um, there's a little hope, but yeah, so the, the teams that Browns fans are rooting for this weekend are the Jaguars, Falcons, Bengals, Packers, and Colts. Not the, they, not the group that you would want to. <laughs> uh, Bengals, sure. <laughs> right. Um, the yeah. Steelers could actually, uh, the Steelers could actually help the Browns by beating the Raiders. But yeah. I don't know how much that matters. Um, yeah, you talked about who, what matters, and those three games are not, not in the Browns' favor right now. So no, no. <clears throat> when, when asking the Falcons to win on the road in Baltimore, the Packers to win on the road in Miami, and the Colts to beat anyone <laughs> feels feels not right. great. No, especially I think uh, they have a uh, they're benching Matt Ryan for the second time this year. So great. <laughs> I forget who they said is starting, but yeah. does it matter? <laughs> right, it doesn't matter. If you blow a thirty-three point lead, where is morale? Like, where is locker room morale at that point? Yeah. Right, right, yeah. 
like um, we we have we have seen plenty of plenty of December's in Berea, where a locker room morale was at all time lows. I I'm not sure if there's blow a 33 point lead, right? <laughs> morale shot that exactly. the Browns could the Browns could duplicate. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Well, that's our kind of kind of look at. <laughs> Where the playoff hopes lie. There's our check on the hospice uh, yes. on our on our hospice, hospice playoff hopes. hospice watch. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So let's get to the Saints. Uh, they're six. Uh, what did I say? Five and nine uh, heading into this matchup. Still, they're still very, very much in the playoff race. Uh, they're basically tied for second, one game behind, I believe, uh, Tampa. Um. Battle of who doesn't want to lose the most in that division. Um, what, what's your what's your initial thoughts on the Saints' uh, strength weaknesses? Um, um, well, their defense has been statistically pretty solid most yeah. of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they've lost four of their last six, but. The last three weeks, they've given up, you know, a total of fifty-one points. It's pretty good, mm-hmm. all things considered. Um, they've also had a pretty hellish schedule the last month and a half: <laughs> Ravens, Steelers, Rams, Niners, Bucks, Falcons. So, <laughs> and you know, they're still they're playing with a backup quarterback and a tight end that likes to cosplay as a quarterback. So. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's the actually Taysom Hill is exactly the kind of player that will go off on the Browns oh, because God. reasons. Yeah. But right. Like they're they're maybe not a team as bad as their record. Uh but they're also not a team that's any better than their record, so I don't exactly know how to evaluate them. They 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 don't move the ball very well on offense. Um, they're, they're averaging almost 20 yards a, a game less than the Browns a game on offense. Mm. Um, their run defense is just about as bad as the Browns. Right, yeah. I was looking at that too. The Browns wow. are at 133.1 and the Saints are at 132.6. Yeah. So... Yeah. In it's a game a, that in a game that's going to require running the ball, because I'm not sure passing is going to be an option given the blizzard conditions that could be could be afoot. Um, yeah. you're you're probably looking at a lot of um, you're looking at a lot of running the ball on both sides. Oh and yeah, it's just. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting because they they don't run the ball even though they have Alvin Alvin Kamara, who's one of the top running backs or used to be one of the top running backs. They have not run the ball very well this year, um, so it's gonna be interesting and it's kind of gonna be a battle of who can run the ball probably be better this week. Uh, Browns finally had a good run game last week, first time in God I don't know how many weeks. <laughs> <laughs> since the Buccaneers game, probably. Um, yeah, they needed they needed to have success there. Um, but before we get to that, um, uh, so the Saints, they have some talented receivers. Uh, Alave, um, they have a, Alave is the rookie this year from Ohio State. 
he's playing well. Uh, we have our old running mate in Jarvis Landry. Um, who and, is existing. He Yes, he's, he's existing. He's basically doing what he did last year. Um, yeah, it was, he, has, he has 25 receptions on 39 targets for 272 yards. Right. So uh, not a lot. No. Uh, Johnson, their tight end, has been playing better. Uh, playing a little bit better in the last couple of weeks. Um, and as we said, uh, Kamara is their best player on offense. But um, when their offensive line is struggling, they're struggling pass blocking and run blocking. And uh, it's uh, it's hard to we, – we see it here. Um, we have a talented running back, but when you have a struggling offense line that can't block, it's going to be a, a tough – Tough, uh, tough room to go. So, yeah, um, I, I think it's going to come down to um, the trenches because uh, their offense line is struggling. Ours could be, we'll talk about it in a second here. It could be uh, on the upswing uh, with the return of Ethan Postich. Um, hopefully, he can return. Um, so, I think that might be a, a kind of thing to watch. Um, defensively for the New Orleans, it's their secondary is pretty, pretty solid. Beside their two cornerbacks, uh, they do have a lot of injuries on that side of the ball. Um, Lattimore was limited on Monday, or what was that Tuesday? Um, so we don't quite know who's if he's going to play. I would assume he is if he was limited, but. Um, uh, and then on, on defense, you got to watch out for Cam Jordan. He's their he's their guy. He's been on their been on their line for years now, and has yep. been um, has been great. But uh, he doesn't really have a running mate this year. No, which has been a difference for. They, him. they haven't really been able to replace Hendrickson when they lost him to the Bengals, Bengals. a couple of yeah. seasons ago. Right. Yeah. Um, they do have some good linebackers. Uh, Davis is still there. Um, Ever since he left uh, Cleveland, uh, he has been one of the best linebackers in the league, um, Demario Davis. Uh, so he's something that I throw. And then they have do they do have Tyrone Matthew, um, who is also yeah. really good. So they do have some playmakers on defense, but they do have some gaping holes on defense. It's uh, pretty pretty similar to the Browns. Like this, yeah. If you like. This team is very similar besides quarterback. Um, and, th- and that's the difference. They've gotten not good quarterback play from Andy Dalton for most of the right. season. And Jacoby Brissett was at least serviceable most weeks. Right. All yeah, weeks, so. really, except for the yeah. Patriots game. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's uh, interesting. They're, they're pretty similar teams. Um, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tight matchup. I don't I don't think it's gonna be a blowout either way. Um, uh, we'll see. Um, so let's talk about the injuries on the Browns before we get to our keys and all that and highlights. Who are we looking for? Um, Browns have <laughs> their their injury report is quite large. Um, David Bell was uh, um, limited on Tuesday. Um, Batonio was resting. Uh, Chubb, Chubbs was the interesting name on there. Um, he had a foot injury, but I would assume he, he's talking like he's playing. It seems like I can't imagine Nick Chubb right. missing a game yeah. unless it's 
an MCL sprain like he had a couple years ago. Right. Yeah. Um, Clowney is still in concussion protocol. I think he. he yeah, I would imagine that they're going to have to plan what to be without him this weekend. Yeah. Um, Cooper didn't practice, but he was resting, so he'll probably. He's probably just going to have to play injured the rest of the year, um, most likely. Garrett was sick, but uh, I forget which coach said that he'll probably he'll likely play. I think it was Joe Woods. Um, other than that, John Johnston is also did not practice. He's another guy. He might be with Clowney, but leaning towards not playing. I would assume because he he left the game early and right. I think he left. Yeah, he early. did. Uh, and that, yeah. as much as people have wanted to rag on him this year, that would be a pretty big loss. Yeah, because they don't he, really. He's have been anybody. good the last month or so. Right. Yeah. Like they have Ronnie Ronnie Harrison, but like he's been good. At, he's been okay in that kind of third safety. He's spot, almost so. he's almost been playing as a hybrid linebacker the last. Few right. Weeks yeah. Because they don't have anyone else. Right. So you wouldn't want to like kind of move beyond beyond those. Beyond him and um, uh, I can't think of the other safety right now. <laughs> Delpit. Um, Delpit. There you go. Delpit. Uh, they don't really have anybody, quite frankly. Um, so that would be a big loss. Um, even though, like, he, he's been, like, there, I would say. Wouldn't you say, like, his presence has been there? Like, he's, he's on the field, but, like, he's not really – making big mistakes or kind of making big plays, but he's, he's being solid. And at least last game, he did make big plays. So that was probably his best yeah. game of the year before he got injured. But um, just having that kind of solid guy, that's not going to be a hole on your defense is, is, is important. So if they don't have him, that, that could be a crusher. Yeah, I mean, if there was any game to not have a safety, it would probably be one true. where the wind is blowing 30 miles an hour. This is very, very true. <laughs> very, very true. Oh, but, man, that is very true. Yeah. But yeah. he is, a, I mean, he's had his moments in run run defense where it's been like, what the hell is he doing? But right, he's also always around the ball. Mm. So he's got more opportunities to screw yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, he's not someone you want to lose, but if there's a week to do it, then it's it's the week where you're not going to be able to throw the ball because Andy Dalton's going to risk throwing seven picks. Right. And considering Taysom Hill's only option is deep throw, I, I, I don't think he's going to be throwing the ball very much. <laughs> right, yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's uh, – and then Denzel Ward was limited, but I think he'll probably play and. Donovan Peoples-Jones was resting. And Njoku is once again limited, which seems like he'll probably be just limited the rest of the year and play kind of week to week. But um, the big the big news, pretty much the injury-wise, besides Chubb and uh, Clowney and, and Johnson, uh, is the return of Ethan Postich. Um, yeah. That's my... <laughs> Who saw that coming? <laughs> we, well, we I mean, we were hoping for it. I, I couldn't ever find anything solid on his injury yeah. other than he was out for at least four weeks, and he's yeah. been out four weeks. So, Yeah, it's just funny that, like, could you have predicted before the season that we're all clamoring for the return of Ethan Postich? But, uh, yeah, it's uh, as, as we've seen over the past, was it four games? 
Um, four and a half, I think. Um, without him, the line's been bad. And yeah, um, and Froholt is not a center. Yeah, I mean, it, he's not his. It's not really his fault right. that he's not good enough to be the NFL center. It's just, yeah, just not his job. Yeah, I mean, he's a guard. Yeah, <laughs> he's yep. he's a third string guard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how healthy he is, obviously, and if he can return back to that. God, he's he was playing like a a, a possible starter for many years here. If he like he was that, that's how well he was playing. Yeah, so I mean, obviously, turn, I think they're still gonna go back to Nick Harris after this season. I think they're very right. high on him. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe Posick hangs around as a backup, or Posick goes and gets paid elsewhere. But right, um, yeah. I mean, he's played well enough to be a starter on a team. Right. So, yeah. yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how how well he plays as he returns. Uh, but it's just the return. He's going to be better unless he's, like, hampered really bad, which I doubt yeah. they would be. He's going to be a, an upgrade over for a whole – Hard to be a downgrade. Past. Right. Hard to be downgrade. So that's going to be a huge aid for the run game in a game that this is probably the biggest game of the year for the run game because they're going to need it. Because yeah. we'll get to this right now. Uh, the weather is supposed to be god awful. Um, it's supposed to be Armageddon out there. <laughs> uh, if you haven't been watching the news um, or the weather, let me see if uh, I can pull up the most recent forecast. Yeah, I think it's I, – I saw 25 miles per hour wind, but with, like, gusts of, like, 40 to 50. So it's going to be – it's going to be a uh, – it's going to be a treat to watch. Um, yeah, high of 17. Yeah. 20 to 30 mile an hour winds with some snow. Yeah. Yeah, the snow I – don't, I don't think the snow is going to be too bad. No, uh, it, it doesn't – it doesn't list any accumulations right. at this yeah, point. Right, yeah. I think snow is coming on Friday, but um, Saturday we'll still have the wind and the cold. Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be really frigid cold, so um, that's going to be a factor in just kind of keeping hands warm. Uh, we could see more fumbles this week, um, but yeah, it's going to be. I I would think this is going to be the biggest game of the year for the run game because they're going to have to rely on it heavily. Because yeah. I I don't see them having Deshaun Watson throw more than 15 at the most. <laughs> that would be the most, I think. Um, yeah. It's, the weather, not, obviously it's not the a weather, day you want to throw the ball. Right. Obviously, if the weather somehow doesn't become that, it could change. But based on what it's predicting here, um, 15 is not – 15 passes is about the max at most you would want him throwing. Yeah. Um, so it's gonna be that's gonna be kind of an equalizer here almost because it's gonna be who can deal with the who can game plan around the weather the best and who can deal with it the best. Um, the Saints historically uh, don't play outside of domes very much. So. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Yeah. They're not. They're not really built for it. Um, no. So. Andy Dalton's played in it before at least. Yeah. So that'll be. Um, huge for them but that'll be a help but still yeah. it's it's one of those things like even though you've had experience for it with it like you're not going to be good at it like no, no one is it's tough to deal with right yeah um so yeah um other than that i think basically the run games are going to decide it um 
which is kind of scary because the defense that means the run defense is going to be important. And well, on one hand, the the run defense last week gave up a bunch of yards, but only gave up three points. <laughs> right. so, like... Well, are we facing? Uh, are we facing uh, a um, Ravens offensive game plan that was completely back asswards and? That's terrible, and or I mean, we're facing a Ravens offense that's led by a backup quarterback and a bad offensive line, compared True. to a Ravens, a Ravens offense that's led by a, a potentially incompetent offensive coordinator, but at least right. had a good offensive line. True, that is true. It's like it's going to be almost. We'll see how well the offensive coordinator does it, but yeah, it's going to be kind of opposite of what they what last week was because the talent is not going to be there for this yeah. week. I mean, this could be a situation there. I don't think they're as bad as the bucks were, but this could be a situation where the, the saints just aren't good enough at running the ball to capitalize. I mean, they average 111 yards a game, which isn't bad. Uh, I'll look up where that is in the league grand scheme of the league, but it, it it's tough. It's tough to kind of evaluate them because they're they just haven't been good, right? Yeah, and not like the Browns was, have been any better, but right. I was looking at the grades on PFF. Like the run de- run blocking is one of bottom ten. I think I saw. Um, just looking at the guys on their line, like. It's a, it's pretty much a shell of what it used to be. It used to be one of the best lines in the league, and now it's one of the one of the worst. I would say. I mean, they're ranked twenty first in rush offense. Yeah, it's not just, not particularly great. I mean, they're not the Bucks. Yeah, who are the worst and I I feel like I feel like that rush grade is probably aided by Alvin Kamara. <laughs> like, yeah, like I wonder how much is like if you go to the run blocking, it's it's even worse than that. So I'd I'd love to say, oh, we have the linebacker core to kind of neutralize Alvin Kamara in the pass game, but <laughs> we like, do not. Uh, <laughs> no, Ronnie Harrison is your linebacker now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tony Fields, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see if they can withstand it. Um, they did last week. Uh, they they withstood the kind of getting jammed down the middle, middle of the line all day. But um, this game, I don't know if they'll have the luxury of kind of because the offense coordinator was so dumb to not keep running it. Um, I don't know if like I don't know if the weather is going to allow the offense skater to be stupid enough to pass, throw, the ball. Keep, throw the ball. So. Um, it's gonna be this game is gonna be one of the more unique games of the year um, because well every game on the East Coast this week is gonna be a yeah. adventure yeah Chicago Chicago versus the Bills I think Chicago is gonna be just awful I have yeah I think it's like minus thirty or something like that or wind chill or whatever but um, yeah they're because the like the cold the cold front or whatever is like really bad yeah. in the north <laughs> i was looking at some of the canadian <clears throat> temperatures the other day and like they're they're in the negatives like right now <laughs> like, <laughs> the the temperature at kickoff in chicago is supposed to be all of four yeah with a with a wind chill of minus 17 right 
So, um, yay. Just to show you, like, how bad it – like, I think it's um, – Tennessee is supposed to be bad. And then yeah. I think it was one of the Florida teams. 12 degrees. Jacksonville. I think it's uh, Jacksonville. That's like it's like single digits or something, or, or something, something very un. Uh, Jacksonville is playing in the in New York tomorrow. They who, is there someone in Florida? Forty-five in rain. Is it Tampa? Someone's in Florida that I saw that was weather-wise was not great, or maybe it was Atlanta. Yeah, there's there's no games in Florida this week. No. Atlanta's a dome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Atlanta is in Baltimore. This temperature is supposed to be 14. Temperature in Dallas is supposed to be 31. Um, yeah. like Pittsburgh it, it, is 11. Carolina is 22. <laughs> it's supposed to be the coldest game on it, like in the history of home football games in Charlotte this weekend. <laughs> I bet. The stadium is going to be empty because the people down here do not deal with that well. Right. Yeah. It's um, going to be. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun, interesting uh, weekend of football. I think uh, scoring's not gonna be too high. <laughs> Thank God, Minnesota's in a dome. Our our betting our betting uh, advice of the week is take the under. <laughs> Thank God, Minnesota's in a dome. The kickoff right. temperature is supposed to be minus three. Oh God, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's gonna be interesting, but. Um, Okay, before we get to our bets and all that, uh, what are your keys to victory? Um, I think they're pretty. But before before we, the kickoff temperature in Miami. That's a okay. Miami. In Miami is fifty two. Oh my god! <laughs> they're gonna have like iguanas falling from trees there. Miami. I'm not sure those people will know what to do with themselves. No, and it's probably colder. What's the wind chill? I bet there's wind. There's probably more wind than they're used to. Uh, Ten miles an hour, so yeah, not bad. But not bad. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> fifty-two in Miami is very cold. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> fifty-two yeah. in Charlotte is cold. Yeah, this is going to be pretty historic uh, weekend of football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, luckily, no one's playing on Friday here because Friday is supposed to be. Yeah, luckily Christmas. If, if Christmas was Saturday, yeah, uh, they'd right. all just be playing on Sunday. But right, yeah, I mean that's that's a lot of brutal weather. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It is um, okay. What's your what's your keys to victory? Um, I think they're pretty simple. <laughs> force field goals because I don't think anyone's going to be able to kick them. Right. Yeah. I think I, I think getting getting the Saints into situations where they have to choose whether or not to kick or go for it is going to be pretty crucial. Yeah. Um, obviously, you're going to have to stop the run at some point. There were times where the Browns' defense did kind of slow the Ravens down enough to force mm. them to throw the ball on set last Saturday. Yeah. Um, I don't know how, how reliable that's going to be this week. Um, the saints, 
don't usually employ a whole lot of option stuff like the, the Ravens were doing outside of when Taysom Hill is on the field. So that'll be pretty obvious. Um, most frustrating play from last week was that little shovel pass. But um, I, I just uh, – once again, you're, you're, you're playing a team that you are decidedly better than at home. And you have the weather advantage because they're not used to playing outside. Right. So you just got to take advantage of these things. You have, an, you have a rush offense that you should be able to trust to put up at least 150 yards on the ground. So right. utilize it and put the Saints in a situation where they – like if, the, if any team in this game goes up by – two possessions, it becomes real tough. Yeah, because you can't really pass back into the game. Yeah. yeah, <clears throat> Definitely agree. Um, like, this might be a game where you don't want to defer. If you win the kickoff, you take that's the ball good, and go down That's and a pretty good point. Like, or, you take the, or you take the field position. <laughs> yeah. Kickoffs are going to be an adventure if, if, the, if the wind is blowing either directly side to side or directly in the face of kickoffs. Yeah. I don't see much field goals happening. I'd be shocked. Um, I, I wouldn't think the Browns would put their rookie quarter kicker into that position. And then who knows about the saints, but um, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not going to be a hard kind of game to figure out. It's who can run the ball better and who can stop the run better. And, and then also kind of thrown in who doesn't make the most mistakes. Um, Browns Browns won that battle last week. They made yeah. the least mistakes and they won. Um, so they, that's definitely going to be something to watch out for. Um, besides just the run games and all that. Um, yeah, it's pretty simple. Pretty yeah, I simple mean, I don't game. I don't think we should go into this game expecting the Browns to hold the Saints to less than a hundred yards rushing. Simply because no. the Saints aren't going to be able to do much else and the Browns aren't very good at stopping it. I think your benchmark to win, like, I would imagine if the Saints run for less than 160 yards, the Browns are probably winning the game unless the Browns have turned the ball over three times. <laughs> right. Exactly, yeah. It's Turnovers are going to be the equalizer, so besides the weather, obviously. But, yeah. Um, so you can't 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 beat yourself. No, <laughs> that's the and motto of the Brown season. Don't Nick Chubb beat. doesn't fumble a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> He's already Knock had on his wood. one this year. Knock on wood. Um, so just just don't beat yourself. Like yeah. it's the same blueprint as last week, except for this team isn't necessarily as built to play in this weather as the Ravens would have been. Yeah. Like, honestly, if you had flipped these two games and you played the Saints last weekend when you could throw the ball and you played the Ravens this weekend where you couldn't throw the ball, I'd be more scared of the Ravens than I would be the Saints right now. I agree, yeah. Because if the Sa- if the Ravens aren't given the option to throw the ball... <laughs> exactly. Right. I don't know how many points they would have scored the other day, yeah. uh, last week. Exactly. Yeah. Good point. Um, yeah. Welcome draw there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, 
let's get to our picks from last week. Uh, Taylor, you went six and three. I went five and four. Um, uh, so we were both right on the Browns minus two and a half. They won by ten. <clears throat> both right on the under. Way, <laughs> way under. Yeah. Uh, they were the, the under definitely cashed. Yeah. They only got 16. Um, uh, we were both wrong on Deshaun Watson total yards. He had 183, and the total under I had was 266.5. So we were both way under. I um, thought they'd be able to throw the ball a little more. I know. Yeah. Like, it, it, like he didn't throw it. Like, it just was weird. It was like, I think a lot of it was because. There wasn't a lot of time of possession, really. Like a lot of, they didn't have. Yeah, a ball it was, it was a, a strange. Like I felt like they probably, I felt like they should have had more yards than they actually did. Yeah, like they were um, successful throwing it. It just like they just didn't kind of. <laughs> yeah, just didn't have the opportunities really. Um, over under. Let's see. We're um, Browns run game. Um, I was right on that. Uh, we had 143. Uh, the total was 110, so they were over on that. Uh, we were both right on the Ravens <laughs> of 140. Uh, they had 198. Yeah, uh, uh, like but like we said last week, if they had less than 140, there was no shot in hell that they were going to be even remotely close to winning the game. So exactly. right. Uh, total passing yards combined, uh, it was 266, and the over-under was 320. So, Taylor, you were right on that. Uh, who won the bra- uh, the to- to- turnover battle? Browns did, and uh, that means Taylor was right. Uh, and then uh, who led the team in receiving yards, which is funny. We both said it was either going to be Cooper or it's going to be Donovan or uh, Najoku, and it turned out to be Cooper. So, yeah. Uh, he had a good game. Uh, and then we were both right on that score prediction. Uh, you were very close. Um, you had 16 to 10. It was 13 to 3, so we're close. Um, so uh, season total, uh, your your uh, lead is up to 3 now, so I got to come back here. Uh, you're, you're at 51 to 41, and I'm at 48 to 44. Yep. So we are, we are going above 500 more now, so that's good. Good. Yeah. We're making money now. <laughs> We're making metaphorical money. Yes. Uh, okay, this week it's Browns minus three. Um, I think I think they'll be able to cover that. I don't think it'll be pretty, but I think they'll be able to cover that. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to agree. Um, yeah, three... I saw some places that are two and a half, but I went with three. Um, I think they'll win more than a field goal. <clears throat> similar to similar to last game, I think. Um, over under thirty one and a half. This is this is the all time lowest. <laughs> this is tough too because like it doesn't take a lot to go over thirty one and a half, but like with this but, weather, it's gonna be a lot to take. But like without field goals, it kind of makes it tough. Right. Like, I have no doubt that it, I think both teams will attempt a field goal in the game. I think you're going to have to be within 30 yards to do it. Yeah. So, or within, probably within 35 yards to feel comfortable. Probably. Um, so, 16 to 16 would, would get the over. <laughs> Just to show you how small the point total is. 
I'm going to go under. You're going under? I'm going to go over. Just because, it, I mean, it's so low. It's so low. Like It's, it's so low. <laughs> I know they only got 16 last week, but I, I think, I don't know. I think both offenses are better than last week. But yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really tough. It's gonna be right around that probably. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> this one is next one is two hundred eighty total passing yards. Severely under. Yeah, I'm gonna go under. You, you might have been able to put that at two hundred. <laughs> I know. I was trying to think of a number like, God, like one forty each for each quarterback is just so low. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go under. The only thing is, like, like they're a passing team, so that's why I kind of had a razor a little bit. But that weather could be the equalizer, so who yeah. knows. But uh, we'll go under on that, too. Uh, next one, over, under, Alvin Kamara, 90 rushing yards. I'm going to go over. You know, I, I'd think over. And I still might go over, but I was—I just wanted to pull up his game log to see where he's been. Yeah, he's only averaging like fifty yards a, a, a game. That's why. That's why I didn't do like hundred or whatever. Yeah, like, what, like it the, would be the weird thing is like over his total. He's had three games this season where he's had more than ninety yards rushing. Two of them came before October uh, October seventeenth. Right. Uh, he he's had one game over ninety yards since mid October, and it was last week against the Falcons, where right. he had twenty one for ninety one. But that was in a dome. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they they had a big lead pretty early, so they were probably running the ball. Right. Um. Now this is probably I would imagine this is a pass first offense. Um, and a lot of Kamara's runs this weekend are probably still going to be. Little dump offs in the flat where he can get, they can get him into some space. True, mm-hmm. um, but all it's going to take is one forty yard run to. Right, you're halfway done. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm going to go over. I, I hope over, he doesn't have a seventy five yard touchdown run this week. Yeah, uh, the only thing that prevented the Ravens from having that last week is J.K. Dobbins doesn't have his speed back yet. Mm. Basically, yeah. Um. And, Boy, he and got Gus, Edwards really have, Gus Edwards doesn't have speed at all. So <laughs> that's the only reason they didn't break a longer one. Mm. But I, I'm going to go over. I don't think it's going to be by much, even if it hits. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, that, that's definitely a, a tougher one than you would think. Like you would think, oh, Alvin Kamara is going to get 90 rushing yards. But when you look at his totals this year, like he's not doing well. That, that line is not very good for him. No, and a lot of his damage still comes through the air, right? For the most part, yeah. like I mean, he hasn't done a whole lot, a whole lot this season with it, but yeah, he's still very threatening through the air. I mean, this season he's seventy tar- fifty-three receptions for four hundred and forty-six yards, which is not his worst, but it's not great, right? Yeah. Okay, next one is uh, Deshaun Watson total yards, two hundred and ten. This is also tough because I can't see him getting more than like maybe one hundred and thirty yards passing. Um, and he the 
the offense hasn't shown the propensity to run him on their own, like called runs a whole lot. He had what, mostly. maybe two or three last week, not yeah, including mostly, his third down run. On third downs, yeah. A lot yeah. of them were on third downs. Yeah. Uh, right right now they're still relegated to scrambles more than they are actual option plays. So I'm going to go under just because I haven't seen him be able to show that he can that you can make up the difference in not being able to throw the ball with 70 or 88 rushing yards. Okay. Um I went I'm going to go over. I'm taking the over. Um I think he'll uh I think he'll get like I think he'll get a good a good amount of passing yards just from jump downs and screen plays and stuff like that. And he does have a strong enough arm to kind of get through the wind, which yeah. has been a problem with some of the quarterbacks we've had here. Um, but I think I think we'll see his best rushing game of the year too, because they'll need him to. Yeah, mostly out of necessity. Yeah, out of necessity. Yep. Uh, so I'll go over on that. Um. Nick Chubb, 90 rushing yards over under. Um, I'm pretty confident that he'll go over on that. Yeah, um, I think that. I think even with the weather, Deshaun Watson's ability to at least find little holes in short pat in the short passing game will keep the linebackers honest enough that they're not crashing running lanes right 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 off the snap. Um, and he ran for a hundred yards last week, barely. Right. Barely not run for like ninety nine. They should have given him one more carry to break the Ravens' not allow a hundred yard rushing rusher streak. Exactly. Just just to kind of rub it in, but <laughs> um, it's one of those. It's one of those. I think it's the same situation as the last game you said with uh, the Ravens. If they, if he doesn't get ninety rushing yards, I don't think they win. <laughs> I think yeah, they, they need him to have. Yeah, I don't think there's a, a shot in hell. If they don't have Nick Chubb rushing for ninety yards, yeah. So, um, okay, this one's an interesting one. I kind of threw in because of the weather and all that. One and a half field goals. Uh, I forgot to put made. So made field goals combined. I'll, I'll go over. I think two get made. Okay, and that doesn't count for extra points, obviously. Yeah. Um, okay, so you're gonna go over. I'm gonna go under. Uh, I think one at the most. <laughs> Look, if there were two field goals made in the Blizzard game in 2007, there can be two field goals well, made. Bill Dawson ain't walking in that door, though. <laughs> no, <laughs> let's just say that. <laughs> not not to be not to be down on Cade uh, York, but I have I just have zero confidence that he'll make any sort of field goal on Saturday. But we'll see. Um, Okay, next one is who's going to lead the Browns in touchdowns, uh, not including Watson. You can't use Watson passing. I, I feel like we're probably going to have the ball, the same answer in saying Nick Chubb. Like, yeah. I'm not sure who else is going to score. I mean, maybe Deshaun Watson scores a rushing touchdown, but again, that he's not counted. Yeah. So it's Chubb. That's what that's what I was going to go with. Too. Yeah, I, I mean, Hunt the isn't even used be, enough uh, in the offense anymore to say he's going right. to coach touchdowns like he did in Carolina. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we're both on the same page there, Chubb. Um, we, who knows? There maybe have like a short, might be in Joku. They might throw a two foot, 
pass or whatever, but I, I don't know. I, I, I don't see that happening. Uh, okay, final thing is the score prediction. What you got? Uh, let's see. I got to keep it under 31. So let's think. I'm going to go 15 to 9 Browns. 15 being. I really want to know how you get these points. Actually, no. 15, it wouldn't be 15. It would be 14 to 9. 14 being they get one one two-point conversion and don't get the other. They score two touchdowns, go for two both times, and. Got it. And. uh, I see it. And only get one of them. I got you. And fourteen uh, to nine, you said. Fourteen to nine. The Saints don't attempt three field goals. They score a touchdown, miss an extra point, and then they kick a field goal later. Gotcha. Which do, which kind of goes in the face of my over under field goals, but yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> You'll at least get one of them right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go Browns, and then I'm gonna go. I gotta get thirty-one. So let's see. It's a lot. It's a lot easier to go have a score for the under than it is the over in this game. <laughs> I know. Because the over is going to imply that you're scoring a whole bunch of points. I'm going to go twenty to um, I'm going to go twenty thirteen. Um, Missed extra points. Yeah. <laughs> D- yes. <laughs> I just think it's going to be terrible out there. And, uh, yeah, I think missed extra points is going to be it. Um, <laughs> the 2013 is still going to get the over, which is funny. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a close game. It's never going to be out of control for uh, any team, I think. No, but, and the only way it could get out of control is if the Browns – Yeah, if either team scores on their first possession and then – a quick turnover or punt and then they score again and it's 14 or 12 to nothing real quick. Right. Special and, teams is going to be an adventure. <laughs> yeah. Kickoffs are going to be an adventure. I mean, the wind is blowing Southwest. Um, so it's going to be southwest going be diagonal there. across the field from, from away the, from the dog pound. No, it's going to be blowing into the dog pound. It's going to be blowing southwest? into the dog pound from the uh, if you're looking at the like if you're looking at the stadium going towards the lake, the top left corner to the bottom right corner, it's okay. basically going to be blowing towards the Jim Brown statue. So it's going to be kind of a crosswind, yeah, inherently. But the wind does funny things in the stadium yeah. anyway. You're so. on Lake Erie, so it could go the complete opposite direction that it says. Yeah, <laughs> just it, just. The uh, just circles, the, it's just gonna be in circles. The, the wind turbine outside the stadium is going to be going at about 700 miles an hour. <laughs> uh, how many? I should have did uh, over under how many pictures of the waves are we going to see? <laughs> We're going to see somebody on the TV just how many wave pictures they're going to show of high waves, but uh, I, I can't. Well, god, it's going to be too cold for that. Usually you see the one windsurfing guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there'll be someone out there. 
my dad knows one of them and they're crazy so yeah they're definitely gonna be out there could i need three wetsuits <laughs> oh yeah so yeah um any final thoughts before we get out of here um no uh just if if you're going to the game this weekend wear a face mask <laughs> wear ski goggles I, I don't know don't don't have exposed skin <laughs> yeah i would not be there <laughs> I had I had exposed skin at that game in 2007, and it hurt for a while. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> and it was yeah. not as not nearly as cold that day. It was only like 28. It'll be interesting to see the crowd there, because like we always we're also forgetting like oops. <laughs> um, we're also forgetting um, it's Christmas Eve. Yeah, it's Christmas Eve. Like, like. <laughs> For the most part, unless it was your plan to go to this game all year as like a, a Christmas thing, like you're going to have better things to do than freeze your ass off at First Energy Stadium on Christmas Eve. <laughs> so I, the the attendance is going to be kind of weird, I think, this weekend. Yeah. But it's going to be weird all over the place. Like how many people are going to go watch a an eliminated Bears team play the Bills? Yeah. And minus 25 degree wind chill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'll probably be mostly Bills fans, to be honest. All right. So. Yeah. Other than that, it's going to be an interesting game. So I can't can't wait to see how it goes. Um, we'll uh, we'll be back with you sometime after the game. I who knows? Not probably not. It's not going to be on Christmas Eve, but we'll, we're it, still getting. It won't be on Saturday, <laughs> and it won't be on Sunday. Yeah. We're still getting, yeah, still getting that together, but um, it could be a joined one for our preview next week. But we'll we'll get to, we'll let you know. We'll look out for us on our Facebook page, all our socials, and we'll let you know. And uh, yeah, um, thanks for joining us, everybody. Have a good holiday. Um, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. And this is another uh, WFN Browns WFNY Brownscast, uh, part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. Um, Thanks for joining us, and go Browns. Stay warm. Stay warm. (laughs) Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not. It's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily.